Thank you, Ralph. Hello, everybody. So today it's kind of less of a preach and more just a reflection. Um, and I'm, we're going to look at identity, actually, which ties into quite a lot of what Ralph has been saying, like what it says about us in the Bible. We're going to go through a whole list of those in a minute. So it seems to really tie in. Um, but yeah, and hopefully we'll get a little, little chance um, to have a bit of quiet time and kind of reflect on this ourselves as well. Um, now, sometimes when you start a new job, a certain kind of job, or if you start a new course as a student, and they have like these icebreakers or these like ways of getting to know you, and they say, how would you describe yourself in three words? And don't worry, Jeff, I'm not going to make you do that now. <laughs> I was thinking everyone would be like, no, she's not going to make us do it. Um, but... But just have a little think in your head. What springs to mind? You know, what might you introduce yourself as? What, what might you say about yourself? It's interesting to think about what areas we would focus on. So would you mention your job or your gender, your role within your family, your age or your nationality, your social class, your personality traits? your political leanings, your hobbies or your values, your music taste maybe, your intellectual ability, um, your fashion style, or your achievements maybe. I remember going to a Christian Union uh, meeting once as a student and uh, the speaker, he, he asked us that. He asked us how we would describe ourselves. And you do quite a lot of that stuff as a student. Um, and then he challenged us that the first thing on that list should always be Christian. And I really do think that makes sense. Um, I, when I was thinking about it again this time, I'm reminded of the verses in Galatians chapter 3, verse 27 to 28, which says, um, for as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is no male and female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. We are all one. And the other things that we use to define ourselves, which, to be honest, are often the differences between us, they are secondary to that. Um, so I found this quite a humbling concept when I first did this. I was a student. And if you knew student Liz, I, um, I really thought I knew who I was. I was. I was a vegetarian. I never ate chocolate that wasn't fair trade. I loved rock music. I was a really proud Welsh person in an all-English university. Um, I was a Liberal Democrat. I was a really flamboyant dresser. Um, and, you know, I, and I was studying English literature and history of art and architecture, and I really loved that. Um, so there were probably a lot of words that I would have used to describe myself, and I did use a lot of words to describe myself. Um, and and I, to be honest, I was really proud of who I was. Um, yeah. <laughs> but none of that, none of it compares with being a Christian. I've quoted this before, but I will quote it again. It's C.S. Lewis wrote once, I believe in Christianity 
as I believe that the sun has risen, not only because I see it, but because by it I see everything else. So our faith, it colors everything in our lives. Our walk with God is a journey. So I was thinking about um, Sylvia's talk about the house. You know, maybe we haven't let God into every single room of our house yet. But that is the way we are going. That is the aim. The aim is to let the sunshine in to every single room, to light up every single corner in every single room. And if we think about the other things, um, you know, the things that we use to define ourselves, from an eternal perspective, then I think a lot of the stuff, actually, it's kind of, it's the fluff of life, really. Um, I often think this, like, try to, try to decipher what's important and what's not, and is it going to rot? Is it everlasting? Most things are going to rot. The only things we can take with us are ourselves and hopefully other people. And then, of course, God's going to be there and his kingdom are going to be there. And it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18, For the things we see now will soon be gone, but the things we cannot see will last forever. So, so like I said, when I first heard this challenge, it really did humble me. And it really it still does today. Um, but slowly, slowly, God has been asking me to hand over parts of my identity that just get in the way. And even more slowly, slowly, I've been trying to let go of them. But I was thinking, I don't know whether it might be, it might be different for... Um, for people who struggle with having enough confidence in themselves instead of having enough humility in themselves, like I have struggled with. Um, I think this must be a really, really encouraging message. Because if you wait, the way you describe yourself often comes out negatively. You know, if you focus on the things that you're not instead of the things that you are, then putting all those labels that you've taken on yourself putting them underneath, you know, lower down the list than Christian, I think that's a really important step. We're Christian first, everything else after. And I think if that really becomes truth in our lives, then everything else will be subject to Christ in our lives. And those failings, those faults, those flaws, whatever you can't see past in your life, it will start to yield to your new identity in Christ. But I'm not trying to say that this is a win for people who have insecurities and a, you know, a loss for people who have an ego problem. Um, this is good news all around. Christian first, everything else second. It puts ego in its proper place. It puts you know, negative self-image in its proper place. And it puts all earthly distractions in their proper place after him. And it is worth giving up on everything else, the good and the bad and the ugly, for him. And in order to become who we were made to be and who we were saved to become. And I think that's when it really makes sense. When we focus on him 
and everything that he has to give us and everything that he's offering us, everything we have to gain, instead of what we have to sacrifice. Because there's no contest. Like, we are the winners. We are complete winners in this. So I'd like to read um, out from... There's a Freedom in Christ course, um, and it has a list of, not all, but I think most of the ways Christians are described in the Bible. So I thought I would read that out to us. It's quite interesting, because I've been thinking about doing this talk for a while, and I went to... Um, I go to a Bible study on a Friday, and I went to that, and a lady touched on identity, and then she had this list. And I had said to her, oh... I've been meaning to talk on an identity, and I'd really like this a list. And I was thinking I'd have to like go through the Bible and try to find them all. And she was like, "Here, you can have my list." So um, that was good. That was very helpful of God to very uh, yeah help me save a bit of time. So what I'll do, if it's okay, is I'll just read these out slowly. These are what it says about you in the Bible. This is what it is to be a Christian. And I'd like to just read them out, and um, if you just, you know, try to listen to them all, or maybe if one just really jumps out at you, try to take it in um, and see, yeah, see what sticks, basically. So I'll just read this out. You are the salt of the earth and the light of the world. You are a branch of the true vine Jesus, a channel of his life. You have been chosen and appointed by God to bear fruit. You are a personal, spirit-empowered witness of Christ. You are a temple of God. You are a minister of reconciliation for God. You are God's fellow worker. You are seated with Christ in the heavenly realms. You are God's workmanship, created for good works. You may approach God with freedom and confidence. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You are free forever from condemnation. You are assured that all things work together for good. You are free from any condemning charges against you. You cannot be separated from the love of God. You have been established, anointed and sealed by God. You are confident that the good work God has begun in you will be perfected. You are a citizen of heaven. You are hidden with Christ in God. You have not been given a spirit of fear, but of power, love and a sound mind. You can find grace and mercy to help in time of need. You are born of God and the evil one cannot touch you. You are God's child. You are Christ's friend. You have been justified. 
You are united with the Lord and you are one spirit with him. You have been bought with a price. You belong to God. You are a member of Christ's body. You are a saint, a holy one. You have been adopted as God's child. You have direct access to God through the Holy Spirit. You have been redeemed and forgiven from all your sins. You are complete in Christ. So I'll just give us a minute just to mull over that and maybe pray about something that stuck out to you or you know, ask God about it or thank him, whatever works for you. I thank you so much, God, um, for when we spend time with you and we can see ourselves with your eyes. Thank you for who you say we are. Thank you for who you are. And I just was thinking as I was preparing this, I just thank you, God, that all these things that you say about us, about me, about each one in this room, it is true about every single believer. And that is a wonderful thing. And I just pray that we would yeah, embrace what you say about us, we would also embrace what you say about others. Thank you. you. You want to grow us. Discipleship is not in, out. It's in and then grow and grow and grow and grow and grow until you get, yeah, until we go on to the next stage. But, yeah, I want to grow God. And I know that people can change. And I thank you that you've just got more and more for us. That actually, when we're saved, we are already yeah we're already we're safe we're already reflecting you but we can reflect you more and more and there is such pleasure and there is such completeness in that thank you that you've done everything that you need to do and just help us here yeah, to lean in to you god and yeah to focus on what you say about us first and what you say about others first too.